Welcome back, everybody. On today's dose, we have Vori, which just announced their $10 million Series A, led by The Factory. This startup aims to level the grocery playing field by arming independent grocery stores with technology. Next, you'll hear about Sweatcoin, the most downloaded health and fitness app in the world, hot off their $13 million fundraise as the sweat economy makes the leap into the world of Web3. And after working up a good sweat, I hope you're hungry because we keep the grocery train rolling with Shopik, hot off a $35 million Series B led by Qualcomm Ventures. The startup is helping grocery stores optimize inventory with its item scanning smart cart technology. In the last company of the day will be Balance, which just announced their $56 million Series B led by Forerunner Ventures. The company is moving B2B trade online, bringing archaic industries like food, chemicals, and steel into the digital age, much like we've all seen in B2C e-commerce. A balanced and packed dose this week. Let's commence today's show. You see here, kid? You gotta just go for it. Don't think about what comes after or what came before. You just gotta bend your knees. Take a deep breath and jump. This is Venture Pill with your hosts, Brandon and Sam. We're here to prescribe you your weekly dose of startups and venture capital to keep you informed in the evolving world of venture. All right. Welcome back today. We're going to start off. This week's dose with Vori, which raised a $10 million Series A led by The Factory with participation from Greylock, as well as founders from DoorDash and Instacart. And Vori aims to help arm smaller grocery stores, independent grocery stores, with a high-quality inventory management system to compete with those guys at Big Grocery. Oh, man. Let's take down Big Grocery. Yeah. Interestingly enough... Independent grocery stores make up one-third of grocery stores nationwide, so it's not all Whole Foods and HEB. But these independent grocery stores simply can't afford the types of systems that the bigger grocery stores are able to leverage to gain an edge. Vori could not be more timely given recent inflation as well as increasing food shortages worldwide. Yeah, that's right. And a little more detail on their platform, their solution enables grocers to reorder stock by scanning shelf tags. Now imagine your local independent grocer who might not have the best systems in place. A lot of this is manual, handwritten, um, archaic uh, in nature. And so this platform really helps ensure order quantities and price tags reflect changes in things like supplier costs and consumer behavior, which are frequently changing very, very quickly these days. So it helps them stay on track with that. And it also gives them a one-stop shop for all their data. Keep it real organized for all stakeholders involved from employees at the store uh, to suppliers who you know, find that data valuable as well. Right. I love that we're empowering the little guys here. What, what was your go-to grocery store going up, Sam? Oh, we had uh, the local Sunset Foods. Sunset Foods mm. just down the block. Uh, four locations in the uh, North Shore of Chicago. That's a that's a local favorite. <laughs> nice. That sounds like a Chicago staple. For me, it was Stop and Shop, right down the street. Easy, efficient. 
um, and good good cashiers as well, which is important important with the grocery store business. Anyway, back to Vori. They plan on using this $10 million Series A to bolster their talent acquisition, also expand the U.S. operations, and also broaden their product offering, specifically their new product, Vori Back Office, which aims to boost efficiency even more by digitizing tasks traditionally done by humans. Yeah, this is a really big announcement for Vori, taking a big step in the right direction. I know they're working with a lot of independent grocery stores right now and looking to serve the rest of that one third of grocery stores in the US. Uh, And a new product offering like this with some fresh funding will certainly catapult them into doing so, competing with the big dogs. Yes, indeed. For our second story on this week's Dose, we're going to talk about Sweatcoin, the most downloaded health and fitness app in the world, which just raised $13 million in funding as the sweat economy makes the leap into the wild world of Web3. The round was backed by prominent and strategic crypto investors such as Electric Capital, Spartan Capital, Goodwater Capital, as well as others. Sweatcoin's got a pretty simple mission. The mission is to reward movement to inspire healthier, wealthier planet. That's a great mission. And you and I go crazy for a good mission. And I think this one resonates really worldwide. It's based on a simple premise. Physical activity has value. It's tough to quantify the value of physical activity, but there are a few data points that quantify the costs associated with lack of activity worldwide. For example, McKinsey estimates the cost to the world economy at $2 billion per year. And a UK government report estimates the cost of obesity at 27 billion euros per year. Now, extrapolate that to the United States, where I imagine obesity is uh, an even larger problem in a country probably 10 times the size. There's a lot of loss in productivity uh, and costs associated with lack of health. So Sweatcoin empowers active people to tap into the value of their physical activity by allowing users to earn sweat currency for taking steps and they get dinged for inactivity. Now, I think it's important to clarify if you're on a long flight or if you're not feeling well for a little bit, it's not like you're going to lose all of your sweat currency. But if you're inactive for a long stretch of time, maybe a week, that's when you'll start to see the penalties really kick in. Um, I want to dive into a little bit more background on Sweatcoin. So Sweatcoin is an app that rewards users one Sweatcoin for every 1,000 steps taken. These very same Sweatcoins are then redeemable for branded products, digital services, as well as charitable donations. The app boasts a remarkable 100 million users. Wow. Wow, indeed. Who bring value to their everyday movement. According to the team at Sweatcoin, there is no initial payment or NFT purchase required for this platform. You simply just download the app, after which your user steps are counted, validated through their algorithm. So there's no cheating. You can't just shake your phone and get and get rewarded in Sweatcoin. But then these validated steps are converted into Sweatcoins. Now take those Sweatcoins and you can head over to their marketplace. And there's a lot of notable brands on the marketplace as vendors. Uh, think of Reebok and Adidas. Dollar Shave Club, Smile Direct Club. You've also got Amazon Prime, Audible, Pandora, Headspace, and even various yoga apps. 
you even have the opportunity to purchase big ticket items like smartphones and TVs or AirPods. So this is real value. You can rack up those steps and buy yourself a nice gift or something like that. Would you save up your sweat coins over the course of a year for a big ticket item like a TV? Or would you probably, or would you find yourself leaning towards, you know, getting credits on an app like Headspace? I think I'd save up for a big ticket item. I'd really rack up those steps. I've already made it a goal of mine personally to, to get some more steps. And so might as well just save it up and go big or go home. What about you? <laughs> I love it. I think personally, I'd probably use it on some app services like Headspace, which is a meditation app for those who don't know as well as some yoga apps. I think those types of apps have awesome rewards uh, if you just pay for the subscription. And it kind of helps promote this active, healthy lifestyle even further. You, of course, would rather sit down and watch TV, but that's not for everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, right. This is also giving me um, major Nickel City or Dave & Buster vibes. Like, Mm -hmm. what what does a ticket actually get you there? You have to have like, 10,000 tickets to get a stuffed animal. Like, I wonder how much a sweat coin translates to in the marketplace. We'll, we'll have to try it out ourselves and report back. Yeah, no, I definitely, after reading more on sweat coin, I definitely plan on downloading the app. And it's a better version of a step tracker where you actually get rewarded for your steps. Not only do you get to keep track of them and compete with your friends, but now all of a sudden you could buy AirPods just for taking, just for being active every day. Let's transition into some of the statistics and highlight some of the traction that Sweatcoin already has garnered. So Sweatcoin has been the number one app in over 60 countries across the world. According to Sweatcoin, over 11 million people have opted in for their sweat wallet, which is their separate non-custodial crypto wallet, where all actions with the sweat token, which is their Web3 evolution, will will occur, and that's where they'll be stored. And a quote from the CEO, just to capture how well the mission has gone with Sweatcoin, with 76 million users walking 20% more after downloading Sweatcoin and 600 partners providing $70 million worth of goods and services in quarter one of 2022 alone, I guess you could say mission accomplished. Indeed. That's a, that's a big old holy cow. I mean, that's crazy. I just wonder... How how much revenue they're doing? Like, how big is this company? We didn't really dive into those numbers necessarily. It seems like a small round of thirteen million um, for the amount of success that they've had so far. So it'll be interesting to see how they grow from here. Right, and it'll be interesting to see how they on ramp eleven million people into their crypto wallet and into their Web three platform because that is no small number of, of users to onboard. And clearly it's a popular app, so the market is ample with opportunity. Okay, for our third story of this week's dose, Shopik just landed a $35 million Series B to bring its item scanning smart cart technology to more grocery stores. So this round was led by Qualcomm Ventures with participation from Vintage Investment Partners, Claw Insurance, Tall Ventures, and others. The company was co-founded by Raz Golan, Iran Kravitz, and Dan Bendler, 
who actually began developing Shafik's model during their service in the Israeli Defense Forces. A little bit more on Shopik and its smart cart technology. So Shopik sells clip-on touchscreen hardware that attaches to shopping carts and identifies items to display promotions. And it also acts as a self-service checkout window. Yeah, this makes me think back to one of the companies we covered early on in the pill, uh, a French company called Boxy, which had little mini stores in shipping containers and basically knew what you were buying. And there's nobody, um, no people in those stores. Um, Similar technology here applied to a grocery store shopping cart, which has two cameras pointed towards the shopping cart's basket, which feed footage through a computer vision algorithm and recognize products as they are placed into or as they're removed from the cart. So shoppers can see their total bill tallying on the touchscreen as they go. They can see an in-store map of the aisles to better navigate. I I know we've all been there where we can't seem to find where those damn prunes are, right? (laughs) Where's the soap? (laughs) Um, So problem solved there. The screen also displays ads uh, that the store can use for branded and third-party products to promote. And customers can just generally skip the checkout line. They can pay through the touchscreen interface and and off they off they go. Right. I think it's such smart technology. I mean, it seems like the evolution of those self-checkout scanners that are already becoming more prominent in grocery stores. I think the ability to see the total bill tallying as you go through the grocery store is definitely a feature that I care about. Because when you do a big reload, let's say you haven't grocery shopped in a couple of weeks, the cost can kind of get out of hand and all of a sudden you're shocked when you get to the checkout aisle. I think it'd be cool if this product highlighted some in-store promotions and sales going on within the grocery store too. Just an easier way to see what potential deals you could get access to. Yeah. And with the influx of this funding, Shopping plans to expand the amount of data it collects by introducing shelf-facing cameras on the device. These cameras will look for missing products and identify price tagging errors. Uh, This will provide highly valuable data for optimizing the store and its inventory, as Golan explained. Um, This starts to get into a little bit of what Vori is doing, uh, helping out on the back end by managing inventory and things like that on top of their consumer-facing products. So it's pretty interesting that they're looking at that expansion and hitting it from both angles. Right. And I think it's paramount for grocery stores of all sizes, just in the midst of all these supply chain shortages, food shortages, and everything else going on. I think this technology will help bridge some of that gap that's being being caused by those macro factors. As always, it's important to mention the competition here because this is becoming a saturated space. So Shopik claims to be working with some of the largest supermarkets in Europe, Israel, and the Americas, but it faces steep competition in the smart grocery store space. So for instance, Amazon has a rival technology called Dashcart that's already being piloted in select Whole Foods locations. Furthermore, Instacart, which has emerged as a giant in the smart grocery store space, is developing a similar tech that it's hoping to roll out soon. Yeah, so Shopik really expedites the checkout process as a whole, which reduces the need for labor for these stores, um, which is obviously enticing to grocery stores as worker shortages remain widespread, certainly after COVID and continual now 
across the U.S. and the world. Right. And I think that goes hand in hand with the self-checkout aisles that we're seeing increasingly more of in all kinds of grocery stores. Also, another advantage and differentiator for Shopik, citing internal data, Roz Golan says that Shopik has increased shoppers' monthly expenditure by as much as 8% due to the cart's ability to track shoppers' preferences. So I kind of imagine this almost like an Amazon preferences type of feature where the shopping cart says, hey, we noticed you bought hamburger buns. Would you also like to buy ketchup? And if you would, here's a map taking you right to aisle three where you can find said ketchup. And maybe there's a deal on ketchup where if you buy more ketchup than you could possibly need, you get it for 50% off. (laughs) Yeah. It's really cool how e-commerce is blending itself with physical retail stores. It's becoming a little bit more like an online shopping experience than anything. You have your cart, you add it to your cart, it knows what's in your cart, and then you check out. It's like, it's it's meeting in the middle. It's pretty cool and pretty futuristic. Uh, so it'll be really interesting to see, you know, how well they can develop this technology and, and if they can get it in stores and get it working. Exactly. I think the biggest advantage is just for shoppers being able to check out immediately and not have to wait in a line and look at their shopping cart and let their frozen chicken start defawing. Yeah. A, an overall better experience for everyone. Um, a more balanced experience, if you will. And, and, that brings us, <laughs> and that brings us into our last company of the day. Balance just announced their $56 million Series B, led by Forerunner Ventures, with participation from notably Salesforce Ventures and HubSpot Ventures, among others. And that was notable to me, given those, if, you, if you're not familiar, those are pretty much the two biggest customer relationship management or CRM platforms out there. And it's an interesting strategic investment from both of them teaming up to get on this cap table of balance. So what balance aims to do is move B2B trade online, bringing archaic industries like food, chemicals, and steel into the digital age, much like we've seen, you know, as, as we've all seen in B2C e-commerce. Right. And to quote CEO and co-founder Bar Garone, we've entered the fourth industrial revolution that will take global trade online, creating a truly efficient market. Balance is bringing centuries old systems into the modern age through the power of digitization. Yeah. And a quick fascinating stat. As you guys know, we love a good stat here. And this one really paints the picture. B2B payment volume is five times that of B2C. And by that, I mean, business to business is five times of that of business to consumer. Yet only 7% of B2B commerce is transacted online. Therein lies a massive opportunity. So you can totally see what balance is going for here as they aim to level that playing field, if you will, bring B2B up to the point where B2C is today. Yeah, it is truly a massive opportunity, and I think that that's signaled by the $56 million Series B. So Balance is bringing the business-to-consumer e-commerce flair to the business-to-business landscape through its platform. Companies can easily process any payment method. The platform offers flexible financing options, and merchants can get paid instantly all in one place. Similarly, buyers can pay just as easily as they would shopping for dear mom's Christmas present online. Yeah. And this company has offices in Tel Aviv, 
as well as New York. And they're planning to use this new funding to expand their merchant base to new industries. They've got about 300 merchants right now. I imagine they want to exponentially grow that. And they also want to support more countries and more currencies. This starts to become a pretty complex global problem, right? You have different currencies, different laws, a bunch of different types of industries. This is no easy company to build. Uh, I imagine that's why B2B is lagging behind B2C, just given the complexities involved with it. Uh, but you know they're ambitious here. That's what venture capital is all about. That's what makes us love a company like this to see some capital be infused into an idea like this with a big opportunity is super exciting. Right. Inevitably, there's going to be complexities. And I think that that's part of why there's such a vast untapped opportunity here. But if balance is able to figure it out, then to the victor goes the spoils, you know? I feel, I feel you. <laughs> well, with that, we've wrapped up this week's dose. Want to thank you guys again for tuning in. Uh, if you haven't yet shared the show with somebody, go ahead and do that. We want to grow our audience here to help more people get into venture. So we appreciate you sharing the show. Check us out on TikTok if you haven't already. We're making some daily doses of the companies that we cover here on the pod. And overall, just want to reach more folks, grow the Venture Pill brand, help more people make the pilgrimage. As always, thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Join us next week for your next dose of startups and venture capital on Venture Pill. She told me that she only bumps my music when she's lonely. Thinks my vibe's a little okie, okie, dokie, that's alright, but wait, I don't know how to do